Hello and welcome. You're listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, and I'm so glad you're here. Today is going to be a quick introduction to allergies, mold, the immune system, what you need to know for testing, functional support, a little bit about essential oils, and really, I would love for you to join us on April 12th for my free class on seasonal support, where we're going to go way more in depth with everything you need to know. The RSVP link is in the description, or you can go to my website, littleblackbagmedicine.com, check out all the events we have going on in April, and make sure you RSVP so you get that replay link too. So seasonal allergies include things like mold, food sensitivities, grass, flowers, pollen, stress, all of the things all together. And probably if you have allergies, you know, you know what you're allergic to, what seasons are your worst. Or you'll know at least in spring and fall times you're dealing with chronic sinus issues, sneezing, coughing, lung issues, eye issues, all of it. So let me tell you about a patient, we'll call her Jill, who comes to see me for sinus issues, lung issues, she has insomnia and some gut complaints. She makes up in the morning and is always coughing, hacking, clearing her throat, her sinuses are stuffy, she's always fatigued, she has those blue or purple bags under her eyes. She's using inhalers, allergy medication, all of the essential oils, but nothing is working. So today I'm going to tell you why nothing is working. So make sure you stay tuned. The other part of this is every night she has a bowl of cereal, usually Cheerios with cow milk. Sometimes she has ice cream or chocolate. She also has chronic diarrhea and also feels like she catches every little illness her kids bring home from school and daycare. So this is really common, something I see really often, and it can be really easy to fix as well. And let me tell you another little silly, silly anecdote, if you will. Every year in college, during exam times, I would get dreadfully sick. And I always assumed that it was the stress that was making me sick. So I would take DayQuil and NyQuil and throat sprays. And this was before I knew anything natural, so don't judge. Um, but it wasn't until, we'll say maybe my late 20s, and I was still getting sick every spring. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I'm actually getting sick all the time. I think it's actually allergies. So just something to think about. If you're chronically fighting an illness, you feel like nothing's working, you're at a dead end, it could actually be allergies, whether it's seasonal or environmental or food or mold or something in your home or your work. There's a lot going on in our world that we have to pay attention to. So let's start with testing. Obviously, the first place that most people go to is an allergist, have the skin prick tests done, and those are obviously very official and great for true allergies. So you're looking at that IgE part of your immune system. From a functional perspective, we want to do a blood draw test for environmental allergies as well, like specific trees and grasses or mold. That also includes food sensitivity testing because food is a great mimicker of environmental allergies. So you want to do these tests. You want to do them through blood. You don't want to use hair or saliva or urine. Those aren't great options because you're not actually testing the immune system. When we're talking about sensitivities, we're actually looking at the IgG part of the immune system. And so that's what makes it more of a sensitivity than a true allergy. So as we're talking about the immune system, in my opinion, it's actually one of the most important parts of working with allergies, specifically the part that's called secretory IgA. 
It's also known as SIGA. This lines the mucous membranes of our body, including the sinuses, the mouth, the throat, the lining of the gut, eyes, ears, vaginal, and bladder tracts. So when this SIGA is lowered, is under-functioning, is constantly exposed to things that are causing it stress like allergies or infections, it can lead to leaky gut, leaky lung, leaky blood-brain barrier, obviously sinus issues, chronic illness, chronic UTIs, maybe even interstitial cystitis, women who deal with vaginal pain or BV or chronic yeast infections, this system gets shut down. So what happens is it leads to persistent viral and bacterial loads because the body can't fight these infections, so they persist for a really long time, and that further weakens the immune system. So I want to go back and just say this again. Most people know of leaky gut, right, where whether it's food, yeast, infections, um, toxins from our our body that our liver creates, excess hormones, will sneak through the layers of the gut when that SIGA is low or we have leaky gut syndrome. Now, the same can happen with leaky lung. So we're, we lose that protective barrier around our lung and we become more likely to have a weakened immune system and persistently catch bugs, if you will, <laughs> germs, bacteria, viruses, and not be able to fight them and then as well, especially with the lungs, not be able to get rid of the mucus and the coughing, which then leads to chronic asthma, um, pneumonia, things like that. So you can have leaky gut, leaky lung, leaky heart, leaky brain. All of these barriers can be affected. So it's really important that we understand it's not always leaky gut. Okay, so let's go back to our friend Jill. Her main actual issue is that she had a food sensitivity to dairy glyphosate and gluten. Now, I didn't do testing with this specific person because it was so obvious when she stopped eating it, she was a million times better, right? So that cereal, that ice cream at night, the chocolate, the things, and the red wine as well, all of that irritates the gut, it suppresses that SIGA, and it keeps her chronically sick. When she eats dairy at night and then goes to sleep, she creates chaos in her stomach, right? Because her stomach doesn't want it. And then when she lays down and she's sleeping, her stomach is refluxing, putting more acid into her esophagus. And really, you don't really feel it when you're sleeping most of the time, unless you're waking up with heartburn. But you can have silent reflux as well. So when you lay down, that stomach contents is more likely to reflux back up the esophagus, get into the lungs and the sinuses, cause that mucus buildup, destroy the SIGA lining as well in the esophagus and the sinuses, which is why people who have chronic reflux, chronic heartburn, um, all of these things are more likely to have cancer of the esophagus because that acid is just chronically eroding. So when she wakes up, now, all of a sudden, we have all this buildup in the sinuses, so we have that post-nasal drip. You have to cough, you have to clear your throat, you have to blow your nose, hag, all of it to get rid of all this mucus and reflux buildup. And then most people feel like, oh, it's allergies, something's in my home that must be making me sick, and it's actually the reflux in the food. So food sensitivities, especially dairy, cereal, treats, eating late at night are a major factor in sinus health. Another common issue, especially at night, because we're, we're so 
uh, we're in our home, we're asleep, we don't feel it necessarily. Number one thing I see is mold buildup from the bathroom connected to the bedroom, as well as dust and dirt circulating through the vents. So if you have a bathroom connected to your bedroom, number one, make sure you're cleaning regularly. Number two, make sure you leave the fan on for at least 30 minutes after showering or using the bath so it gets rid of the moisture in the air. If you've ever had a leak or mold in the bathroom, I hate to say this, you need to get rid of the vanities, you probably need to pull up the flooring, you need to replace the things that were damaged. Now, if again, if it's connected to a bedroom, mattresses, pillows, blankets, all of this absorb mold and continue to cause reactions in the body. So maybe you got rid of the vanity, but you're still sleeping on the same pillows and all of that has that same mold. So obviously get rid of the mold, do a home test. Um, they have those at your local hardware store. You can call a company to get your home professionally tested um, and see what needs to be supported, gotten rid of, cleaned. And if you have mold and severe duct issues, you're gonna to wanna to replace couches as well. Anything soft that's absorbing these things. Um, so especially with kids, if you find that they're chronically sick, they might be sleeping on something that's making them sick like their mattress or the pillows. So let's talk treatments really quickly, um, or really natural support, if you will. So obviously discovering the root cause is most important. Um, I can tell you what supplements to take and what oils to use and what food to eat, but if every night you're laying back down in that same bed that making you sick, or you're going to an office building that has mold or things that you're sensitive to, it's not going to be helpful. You're just going to still be putting a band-aid on it. So you need to figure out, is it environmental? Is it something in your home? Is it food? Is it autoimmune conditions? Then focus on supporting that SIGA with products like the Repair Vite Powder from Apex that has aloe and enzymes and other herbs that soothe and calm those mucous membrane tissues. And while it's created for gut health and supporting the lining of the gut, I also use this for all of my lung and sinus patients. Now, to be clear, I do believe in using the best of both worlds, meaning yes, you might need to take an over-the-counter medicine daily for general support. And then using everything you have from a nutritional and herbal, homeopathic essential oil perspective. Now, essential oils are absolutely my go-to, and the main ones we use are lavender, lemon, peppermint, and tea tree. You can put those in a diffuser. I put them in a roller bottle with some FCO, rub it all over my nose. Um, make sure you avoid your eyes, don't hurt yourself that way, or you can take it in a veggie cap as a supplement. When allergies are severe, I use a drop of blue tansy and Roman chamomile under my tongue to calm that histamine reaction. And those two are essential oils too. And then of course the most common supplements in nutrition are things like quercetin, zinc, vitamin C, A, and D. That C, A, and D are so important for lung and mast cell health. That'll also help with leaky lung. So I've included my full script protocols for you so you could check those out, order at a discount, and the essential oils so you could grab those as well. There's so much more information to cover on this topic, and I like to keep my um, podcast around under 15 minutes so you get the information you need and you can keep moving forward. So please join us for the masterclass um, that's coming up, RSVP. And even if you miss the live class, you can RSVP, you'll still get that um, replay link for you. And if you need personalized help, book your initial consultation online. We'll create a plan just for you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, like this, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. 
If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule an initial consult online and get started with your wellness plan right away or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.